believe me, if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left. Because my children are coming. Never say never to always. I'll never say always to none. To seem is to dream a dream, I love because one. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people, then I would have felt better. And when I felt like I really offered society something. You know, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'd take this book and beat you to death with it, and I wouldn't feel a thing. It'd be just like walking to the drugstore. It's time to call time from behind you. If you know this man has been just a dream. Valley of death and I if you could pick all the words of the vocabulary that your mother told you, who do you think I am? This is only a couple hours. Can you imagine what it would be like a couple days with me? I live a hundred years a day. You feel brave. You can see, you can see, you can see. If you not get mad. All right. Hello, ladies. How are you doing today? <laughs> Oh, uh, I'd be doing better if I knew this wasn't echoing for sure. But well, hmm. this is—it's still a work in progress. We just moved. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jessica, and I'm Rich, and this, this is Charlie, Charlie Manson's, Manson's fanny pack. pack. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, sorry guys for the uh, absence. Uh, we've been kind of. I've been kind of busy, and I realized about a week and a half ago that uh, doing uh, the Stoner's Point podcast and doing um, Skeeter's Bar Talk, which really that one doesn't take anything but Watson South Park, but still, and and doing Charlie Manson's Fanny Pack, like, all in a span of two days, and then having to, like, squeeze in all the research for... Stoner's Point and Charlie's Manson Fanny Pack in one week each. Like, one week I have to do both researches, and there's a lot. So, I decided it'd be easier for my mental health to yeah. to basically split it out to where we do Charlie Manson's Fanny Pack every other week. That way I'm not so burned out, and I can give y'all the show y'all deserve, and I can do the show I wanted to do to begin with. And, uh, yeah, when I'm all burned out, I can't do it. Um, kind of like how we were going to do Om Shinrikyo today. Yeah. And, uh, well, we're not right now. Um, no. It's just a lot. Uh, we, we we might even move past Tom Shinrikyo for yeah, a while. It, <laughs> there's a, it's a lot of, you did a lot of death with, um, with Mike, and this is just a lot. Yeah. And I want something yeah. a little more lighthearted. I need it right now. Well, I mean, sadly, honey, this is a podcast about serial killers but and, you know what and, I mean. And death cults. But I mean, like, there's funny things out there. Like, come on. Like, I mean, what could be funnier than <laughs> murder? Cults of, like, silly things. Like, we... We have briefly discussed that how we have very differing views on <laughs> what is a, what is a cult. No, not necessarily what is a cult, but like the chiropractic stuff. 
Um, yeah, we actually got into a mini fight over this it, one time. Yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't believe me. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I just need I just need someone to pop my back. Jesus. I just need you to know how dangerous that is because they have no qualifications, really. Yeah, I know that. I recognize that. <laughs> <clears throat> that was my only issue. It was like, look, this is they're they're not even doctors, and and they're no. doing they're basically doing what a medical thing to your body, like moving your bones and nerves, and you need that stuff to like live. People have died from chiropractic. Yeah, and you know what? If the pain gets bad enough from working in kitchens, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my shoulders popped. <laughs> that is that's how I feel about it. But it is a really funny history. It's hilarious. It, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Um there's a yeah, I didn't even know he did like a series on it. I know he did he talked about it once. Robert Evans from Behind the mm-hmm. Bastard did a yeah. uh, thing chiropractic. It was really funny. <laughs> kind of like chiropractic. <laughs> that kind of was his sentiment throughout the whole thing, if I recall. <laughs> and like his his connection with John Kellogg, yeah, you know, who 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 just hated people coming. <laughs> like yeah, and the thing is, John Kellogg gave us cereal. You know, even though he he meant it to keep people from, because something I guess eating things that are tasty is arousing. Yeah, and and maybe in nineteen hundred it was. You know? Like no, this needs to be for the Lord. <laughs> for the Lord. Hey, are you enjoying your food right now? Well, then your dick's probably hard, and that's no good. <laughs> I mean, kind of how. <laughs> like um, oh, lightful. Yeah, and there's 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 also the celestial seasonings cult. Oh yeah, I've heard about that one. I haven't looked into. It yet. Um, well, they they had some really weird ideas. Um, like it was like you could buy their tea, and you could also get like a book that had like all their weird cult ideas. But the company now has separated itself from that, and. So if you go buy Celestial Seasonings tea, you're not supporting the cult that started it. Yeah. You know, um, so there there's that. You're it's a it's safe it's okay to buy Celestial Seasonings. Because they do have a bomb ass sleepy time tea. They really do. I mean, you know, and it worked. And you know who else had a really bomb like sleepy time drink that was a cult? Jonestown. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> just I need y'all to understand how hard this is for me right now. I I I had a seizure yesterday, so my mouth hurts. <laughs> but she insisted on doing this. Like I, I did. I was just gonna let the day ride. You know? But I was bored. And we said we would do this. Yeah. You know I was just gonna let it ride. That's not how we play. Yep. And like, yeah, so she she had her seizure yesterday, like when Mike got here and me and him were just getting ready to start recording with Stephen Avery, and then Jessica had a seizure. 
And I kind of, like, if, if you listen to that episode, you hear me, like, leaving the room a few times. It's like, I'm, I, I, most of the time, except for the one time I went to go get my cigarettes, I was I was checking to make sure Jessica was okay. <laughs> I slept all day. She really And did. all night. Those things, those things wipe her out. And, you know, thank, uh, thank Satan you weren't driving. Yeah, for, like, what the... <laughs> Yeah. This is why I need a job, man. <laughs> like, for real. Like, you know, if if we had some patrons, you know, for just 16 cents a day, <laughs> uh, you can help Jessica and Rich stay home from that hates us, wants us to. And, uh, yeah. And if you don't, well, we're just probably just going to join a cult. I guess. The cult of, of what though? What cult? Well, I mean, I have my Pokemon card sitting in like the middle of the table. Yeah, I have, I have a shrine to Stephen King in our living room. I have all my pop figures. I have Dragon Ball figures. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. I think I think we'll be okay. Yeah. We we uh, too bad there aren't any like cool Japanese cults. You know, bad. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> you know, you could just you know probably Google them and see what that's about. Yeah, but before you know it, you're learning how to make sarin gas and weaponized botulism. Why? Why did they do it? Yeah. Um. They, he had a similar idea to, like, the, the Manson family. Um, I understand that he wanted to be a mountain. <laughs> I understand that uh, much. Thank you, Necronomapod. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, uh, he wanted World War III to spark off between the U.S. and Japan, Russia. And he thought that by doing so, um, his followers could emerge from the ashes and basically rule the world. It's very similar to what supposedly Charles Manson's Helter Skelter plan was. And that was the start of race war that uh, the blacks would win, but according to Charles Manson, his exact words, blackies too dumb, they ain't going to know how to run it, so they're going to need us. So what they would do while the race war was going on is him and his little followers would hide in this hole in the desert and... Uh, once the war was over, they'd come out of their hole in the desert and lead the world that was now populated mostly by black people. Well, then that escalated quickly. <laughs> that went real left, <coughs> real fast. Yeah, uh, I there, there's actually like some contention as to whether or not that was Charles Manson's plan, or as if that's just something he said when they were out of their minds on acid. I like being out of my mind on it. Right. And, it's great. <laughs> I um, love it. Yeah, so it's it, it but according according to the prosecuting attorney, that was Charles Manson's plan behind all the murders. And uh it's such a dumb plan that it's hard to believe I you don't want to believe someone would come up with it. But <laughs> You look at other plan things that have happened since then, like Amshin Rikyo. His plan was almost identical and just as bonkers. 
you know, a um, little less racist. Yeah. But, but and, and really it was, <laughs> Charles Manson was, was racist in the fact of believing that black people couldn't run the world, you know, that they'd be too confused. But he was non-racist in his belief that the black man would win the war. Because <laughs> he absolutely okay. Was that's uh, yeah. <laughs> he was absolutely convinced that black <laughs> men would win this race war. Okay, I can get behind that. We need a foam lighter. That just sounds like a bad we idea, just though. Need... Oh. Able. Oh my God, that's deep. Raise up. Yours is higher than mine. Yeah. I, I adjusted the little feetsies. Oh. I didn't know I could adjust the feet. I have also owned one of these previously. Oh. Um, yeah, so we're we're having we're we're having a learning curve issue. Um now that we've moved and have a somewhat soundproof studio set up, the mics that we bought are too sensitive and we can't get rid of like this hissing noise that comes through because of the mic like um auxiliary jack splitter so we're using these usb microphones which seem the audio comes in a little bit clearer but getting them dialed in to where you know one mic's not picking the other up and yeah is is becoming a little bit difficult also i'm having to relearn because kind of taught myself to sit in front of this other mic and to move the boom out when I need when I moved with it, but this one doesn't. It doesn't move with me because there's no. But arm. it does if you decide to hold it like that. Yeah, that's that's what my clumsy ass needs to do. Hold things. <laughs> it it's would it would cut down on my won't. smoking maybe. Yeah. But you know, I smoke like a freight train when I'm doing podcasts. Yeah. Oh. But it's because I don't have enough fidget spinners. I'd be like fucking uh, tweak on South Park. Oh with God! Like <laughs> Was it like three spinners per hand? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I could see that. You have moments like him, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I I can identify a lot with tweak, honestly. Is you like you are startled easily? As is my mother. But I don't know if that's a tourist thing. <laughs> well, a tourist thing isn't a thing. Ooh, maybe we could talk about that today. What? Maybe, maybe I could destroy astrology. Oh, sure. And by destroy, I mean... I, I Educate. Don't, I don't... Yeah, you don't really... I'm, <sighs> I'm, I'm too... quizzical <laughs> about these things. I'm good. Just oh, kidding. Well, I'd already tossed it. So might it's as well. fine. Yeah. yeah. Might as well give it a beer. So we're using like a, a kitchen table for a desk because a, an actual desk, none of the desks made sense for doing podcasts. And plus, me and Mike want to play like, you know, Warhammer and fucking Gaslands. Yeah, and Magic. You're sitting closer. Yeah. So we decided this big ass kitchen table work. But me and Mike realized immediately yesterday that passing joints is a little bit more difficult. No, I know what you can do. And get a little remote control truck. I mean, yeah, you could do that too. That'd be really fun. Or if you have, like wall thing to it. Or if you have something right here and just 
What about uh, what about like a pulley here and there <laughs> with a string hanging down and a roach clip on it, so that cats. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to make it cat like as much like that could be cat proof as possible. Like a something like a string thing on the wall could work. <laughs> it would be like it'd be like a a, a stair lift. No, it would be, um, think of, like, the, the extending mirrors, but with, like, a little, like, roach clip, like, on the end. I don't know what you mean by extending mirror. Like, a shaving mirror. Like, if it was in your bathroom, there used to be these, like, extending, like, mirrors. Oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) You have lost me. I don't know what you're talking about. Telescoping? There's a little... You mean kind of like these? Kinda, yeah. Wait a second. That would work. Almost. But you can get a bigger one. If I put it here, I could swing it this way towards me, put it in the middle. Yeah. It would work. Or if, and you get something like that and you mount it on the wall. Charlie Manson's Fanny Pack, the podcast where robotic joint arms are. Passing joint. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make it a little past the bowl. I really, I rarely fuck with bowls. I like bowls. Yeah. I like joint. I like you. I like you. Okay. <laughs> uh, Any hoodles. <coughs> that was gross. Um, <coughs> so let's look into astrology. I love learning new things. Oh, man. A sprawl. Oh. Astrology. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying to me? Oh, look, Washington Times. Scientists have once and all, once and for all. Hold on a second. This is the Washington Times. Why does it say London? Uh, have once and for all debunked astrology's central claim that our human characteristics are molded by the sun, moon, and planets at the time of our birth. In the most thorough scientific study ever conducted on the subject. Um, so, one of the reasons that astrology has so much, like, uh, clout yeah. is because each one of the signs have the, they list these attributes, right? Mm-hmm. And these are attributes that are inherent in all people, but when they take certain sets of them and group them together, you know, people realize, will look at those traits and be like, well, it kind of does look like me. And, you know, because it's, it has nothing to do so much, it has nothing to do with when they were born. What stars are in the sky? It's what it's kind of like what they do, uh, like these fake psychics do with their cold reads, you know, mm-hmm. um, where they they give you like really general information that you can very vague, very vague, but you apply but, it. Yeah, where it's like if this, like if you're if I'm scrolling on TikTok, you, right? You have a you have a mother, and your mother she's lost one of her grandparents. 
grandmother? You lost your great grandmother in the past fifteen years. Like it's so general. <laughs> it's like, like scrolling on TikTok, like if this like reading applies to you, blah blah blah. Take it out. You see a you see a woman there with a wedding ring and like puffy eyes, mm-hmm. and she's alone. You ask her if she's only lost her husband. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's that it, it's kind of thing that astrology is kind of built around that concept, or that concept might be built around astrology. Um, but it is a it is defined as a range of divinatory practices recognized as pseudoscientific since the 18th century that claim to discern inf- discern information about human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the apparent positions of celestial objects. Um, they've been around since at least the second millennium uh, BCE, so like four thousand years. And honestly, but they they're older than that. Um, like we got. If you think about it, there's there's cave paintings and shit of not necessarily cave paintings, but really really early art from eight thousand years ago that show like constellations. Uh, the Pleiades is a constant one that comes up along with the Orion's Belt. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the these are constellations that we see over and over again, and they're giving them like some sort of reverence, you know, even back then because they're more than just reference points in the sky at this point. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and in, in in early humans, like it made sense, because you know we we attri- we didn't understand how things worked and what things were, so we started to look for explanations for things in our life as well as, and we would look for explanations for things in the stars. You know, these were two things that we we didn't understand, so we figured they were connected. And you know, and when we got when you start thinking about how gods influence our lives and. Our fates and our destinies and when you start looking at you know celestial bodies as gods yeah then it makes sense for you for a a gradual progression to be well then the stars are choosing our fates you can read our fate in the stars um and it's like so there's in of itself there's nothing wrong with it um but it's there there's there's no science to it there's yeah. no, it, it doesn't actually, you know, people, it, it's an interesting way to group. So, like, yeah, I, I fit Taurus traits, but I also fit Aries traits and fucking <laughs> Sagittarius. Yeah, of course. Now, you see a lot of the Taurus traits, but, you know, it's because of the type of person I am. And that's where it's become, to me, it, it has more than like being able to judge your future and judge you know, from the time you were born. You know, you should give somebody one of these. You know, a Taurus or something like that. Do it based on their traits. Because I am lazy. And I do like food. But <laughs> that's not... That's not just it. Like, there, there is a... There is a stubbornness. But when you want to get shit done, you're going to get shit done. And by golly, it's going to be your goddamn way. Well, who isn't like that? There's actually a lot of people <laughs> I know that's like that. <laughs> that seems to me like kind of a... Just a basic trait. You know? It's... Uh, it, it's more of a person, uh, like a personality trait. That's a common thing. It's something who, I notice. Who, who doesn't like food? But there's a a specific type of like pleasure taken in it that I notice is different. Oh, pleasure! 
Yes. Little, little nod for our Hellraiser fans out there. What's your pleasure, sir? <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. I interrupted. I lost my thought. Um, so, astrology has such a rich history. It was even a, it, it was even used in the decision making of a president in the past 40 years. Hmm? A president that has, that's been president in my lifetime, I think. Or no, no, just before. No. Reagan. Really? Really. So, his wife, so Reagan and his wife, Nancy and Ronald, were both like Hollywood fucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they had this like psychic friend, right? Well, an astrologer friend. And after Ronald Reagan was shot, um, his wife, like, got really into it. Like, Nothing could be done without him consulting Nancy, who would consult the astrologer. You know, um, our our he, our invasion of uh, our, our deal with Iran for the hostages, like a lot of fucked up things that Ronald Reagan did. He actually did as a kind of a under the instruction of his astrologer, who <laughs> was who was just. He was he was getting paid by the fucking government to fucking to to, to, to spout nonsense. Behind the bastards did an episode on this bitch. They did. <laughs> yeah, one or, one or two parter. Huh. Yeah, that's how I even knew about this. I had no idea that Nancy Reagan was astrology, which is so it's so weird for me because uh, growing up, you know my I my grandparents and all that they were they were super Christian. They were the same Christian as Ronald Reagan. Right, so the idea that, and, and they, their idea of like horoscopes and all that, it was witchcraft. You know, what I mean, they looked at it as witchcraft. It was you're not even supposed to entertain it. You know, not even as a as a gag to read the horoscope. And so the fact that the evangelical rights like figurehead Ronald Reagan, you know, was using astrology is is it's it's insane. Like and every time I hear Ronald Reagan say some ridiculous Christian shit, uh, there was I was when I was doing his um, my research for fascism and socialism, I found a little thing where Ronald Reagan said that he had heard uh, he one of his friends say that he lo- they loved their daughters more than anything, and Ronald Reagan gets freaked out initially because he's like you're not supposed you know you're not supposed to love anything more than God, which you know I'm at that point like well yeah fuck him and this guy, but the guy's actual thing was. He's like, I underestimated him, though. He said that he would rather his little girls die today believing in God than to die later having grown up under communism not believing in God. Which, <laughs> that's, that's the rhetoric I expected. That's the shit I expected. It's better for your children to die today believing in Jesus than to grow up, I don't know, an independent thinking person. But this person who is so fucking ridiculous about God was taking his cues, not from a minister, not from a pastor, not from the Bible, but from a fucking astrologer. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> My face is gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, 
Like astrology's fun, and you know what I think, but it's it's not real, right? And it, it's very much how I look at a lot of like religion in general. Yeah. You know, and I've studied a lot of religion, and I enjoy a lot of religious practices, mm-hmm. um, and and mythologies, but I don't believe in any of them. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't believe. You know, I'm if there is like I've often said, you know, if there is a god, especially if it's the Christian god, I I definitely hate them. Um. And so it's easier to just say I don't believe than to just say, well, I hate it, <laughs> you know. And so in astrology, to me, it's it's less harmful than religion, mm-hmm. you know, because it's at least, you know, uh, unbiased. You, you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. it, it's not like, say, phrenology, you know, where the, the lumps on your head and the size of your skull and what not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would inherently racist, or you sit like that. Um, and it's and a lot of religions, even even like when you get down into like some of the more modern ones, like Wicca and whatnot, are um, they they have a lot of like sexist views. Um, even though it's inverted from the patriarchy, it's still it, it it's really weird. Um, where like I said, you know. Another interesting thing, uh, similar to astrology, is stuff like uh, I Ching. But so I Ching is like it's kind of a it's Chinese. Well, I gathered that. <laughs> um, and it's they kind of have like a it's like a rolling of the dice type thing, right? They play D and D. No, but <laughs> the, so the I Ching, there's like several different variations of the same symbol and they're kind of randomized right Mm -hmm. so basically you you basically it's not a dice but you basically randomly get one of these and when you fall into one of those it's you're able to find like different characteristics about yourself you know and it's all done by dice roll it's very much like building a ever like a character sheet for D &D and think man that's awfully close to me in reality yeah (laughs) i ching's very much it's basically (laughs) <laughs> it's just much older and much more complicated. Okay. But that's a, that's another example of how um, you take basic attributes and you put them together in a way that somewhat makes sense, and somebody's going to look at that and say, hey, that's just like me. You know what I mean? And that's, that, like I said, astro- that's how astrology runs. And that's, that's why when you make a character in D&D, you're like, yes, yeah, it's just like me. <laughs> Like, well, I have this much strength, this much courage. <laughs> like, wow, I am kind of a clumsy coward. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I don't have power to complain. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I saw a meme, and it was some guy had made a character, frog or something, and he rolled like a one on a. Uh, on stealth, oh Jesus! Like, t- like a nineteen on charisma or some shit. Oh God! So you can just imagine him walking up to a guard. You do not see Grog. <laughs> yes. You're just right. Like I don't really, really <laughs> bad helmet, like really bad costume thing. Like I don't see this bit. You know what? You're right. I don't. <laughs> It's like in We Happy Feet, we give like the um top like notch. 
Have a good day. See, I haven't tried that on We Happy Few. I just immediately engage. I don't know if it's starting the day and I have scotch and I'm like trying to get past it. Here you go. I, I, I don't know how to react to police and video games except to engage. That's not healthy. <laughs> that is not healthy. <laughs> we Happy Few is kind of a self esque game. <laughs> don't pigeonhole me. I can. I, I you, we are not trying to play Far Cry. <laughs> All games are Far Cry. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like I, It's why. It, it's kind of why I got rid of Red Dead Redemption Two, because I love the game and I do want to play it. But every time I play it for like two hours, I realize what I really want to do is play Far Cry. <laughs> the same with Skyrim, because everything I like in Skyrim is in Far Cry, <laughs> except for the. That's one of my favorite things in Skyrim. Yeah. Is to go to the cheat room and then become a giant, you know, or. <laughs> the Skyrim cheats actually make the game so much better. <laughs> but after a few minutes of playing Parker, I mean, Skyrim, I'm like, you know, I need to beat, I need to do that on Far Cry. <laughs> and see, I'm over here like, you know, let me play some Smite, play some Destiny. Well, think you'll go through game. You go through games kind of like I do, though. I noticed that yesterday. Played a little bit of Smite, or maybe it was today. Played a little bit of Smite, and I look over, and you're playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, a few minutes today. later, you're on with Be Happy Few. Yeah. And you know that's kind of how I am with games. I like hop around until I get I find one. That but then by the time settle. I find the one I want to play, I'll play for a little bit, and then I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, I used to play games for days straight. Uh, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, Half-Life? Fuck, man. I lost. I there. I stayed up whole nights, like 36 hours going through that game. In the summer, I did because my mom. But um, I would, because my brother was, like, never home. He was doing stuff. So I, I took his PlayStation. There was PS2. I was playing um, by a Spy Cooper. Yeah. And I was playing like that, that whole thing. When I was a kid, every other weekend, I'd, I'd spend the weekend at a Clampaw's house, right? Mm. I had my own room there. And uh, when, I got, when I got my hands on Half-Life, I'd get over there, because that's where I had my computer for gaming, really. Uh, mm-hmm. I had one at my dad's house that had Doom on it, but the better computer I had was at Clampaw's. And so that's where Half-Life was. I'd get there on Friday after school, mm-hmm. and I would start playing Half-Life. Yeah. And then I would play Half-Life until Saturday night <laughs> when I'd, I'd go to bed. And I'd get up early Sunday morning, breakfast that Granny made, and I'd play Half-Life to like 6 o'clock when it was time to go. And then I'd spend the whole week, you know, <laughs> well, so I went back, like thinking of strategies. <laughs> for for the game, and then I would try them out, <coughs> and then I got into editing the game, and uh, like I I nice. I went I went deep with Half Life. I, I made I made levels with it. I I would make I'd make kill box rooms, and I'd have them oh, wow. saved. And so there would basically be a big room, like little walls, kind of like here and there dispersed throughout, and I would fill it with enemies that were unarmed. And I would just go through with the pistol, and I was having a bad day or something like that, or I was mad. 
I would just slaughter everybody in this little box room. <laughs> I will say that's very healthy. Looking at that, like it can be. It can be. It can. It, it was. It was very cathartic for me. But for some people, like you know, like your uh, your um, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold's, um, Adam Lanza's. Yeah, they're they're not healthy because whereas yeah. some it's an outlet for that type of aggression, for yeah. others it's practice. Yeah, you know, and There's, it's a very thin, it's a very fine line. Yeah, so I I get it because like I I'd go home and I couldn't play until like weekend, but but I could play Halo because that's that's what was out. When, that's what I had. I, I used to play Halo with some. I don't remember who it was. I got that but Xbox there, and I could not we, put that shit down. We'd sit there and like shoot each other, oh. and until we were standing on a like a mountain of our bodies. <laughs> Very red versus blue. Yeah. Very red versus blue. It's why part of the reason I loved it when you showed me red. I had never seen it. But mushrooms was not the way to go for you. It was great for me <laughs> watching that. What are you talking about? I I enjoyed you, it. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. You were like, I, during, you were like, mm-mm, this is not what I need. We got through, like, two or three episodes. And you were like, can we watch something else? <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> well, then, now I remember watching it for, well, I think we went back to it after the trip kind of calmed Maybe. down. Yeah. Because I, I did enjoy it. It, but it, but it, it was, was like, too much for you. Like, well, but, I was. But Gravity Falls worked great on mushrooms. Oh, I was, was I, so I, funny. I finally, when you finally realized that me continuously so saying, what the fuck is going on? That's when you realized I had never seen a fucking single minute of the show. And you're like, <laughs> you're putting me in the game. middle of it. And I'm like, what is going on right now? What's happening? <laughs> Who are these people? This is hilarious, but I don't know what's what? happening. You don't know the story. <laughs> and I was like almost done with the series. Uh, and then we started over. That, yeah, that series is one of the best shows like ever. And I think that was the same day you showed me the over the garden wall. Yeah, because I had to go do something. Had to go to work. <laughs> Went to work, and I sat there and watched over the garden wall. We started it one morning, the next morning, because mm-hmm. we tripped on mushrooms on Sunday. Because we started that day watching Midnight Mass, and then we oh. did Coraline once we started tripping. And then you went to Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah. Gravity Falls was to come down. Yeah. And we watched Gravity Falls for like the rest of the afternoon. And then the next morning, you put on, before you went to work, I was up with you. And I was flipping through shit. And you were like, you'll like that over the garden wall. And you sat there and watched like an episode with me for for work. And then I watched the whole show. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoyed over the garden wall. It was so dark. dark it was beautifully so, dark it, i know like i it, it's uh, yeah it's great it's a great show like, yeah <laughs> i really i really really want another gravity falls yeah they could do it again. i really they could come back to visit grunkle stand for the for another summer yeah you know because they would technically have they were only 12 they have till they're 18 <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you waddling like a chicken? Oh. 
goof. Oh, God, no. I'll never do that again. <laughs> I'll just bring you a blanket. There's a bed right there. You're fine. I'll just live in this. I think that would be very, very sad. <laughs> so one of the problems with astrology, I'm sitting here reading, astrologers based all of their all, all of their measurements and everything on the idea that the <laughs> that the Earth is a stationary center of the universe. Oh, I never knew so, that. <laughs> so right away. <laughs> Like, oh, well, your your assumptions are false. <laughs> I I honestly had, like, never knew that. Yeah, and like I said, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not telling you to stop. I'd never say that. You know, it's it's a fun pastime. Yeah. <clears throat> it's harmless, unless you're a president. You know? <laughs> I don't think I'll be president. I'm soon. I'm I'm happy where I am. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you'd do better than Trump, probably. I think a lot of people would. Um, you'd you'd be better choice than Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know why? Why do you think I would be a better choice? Well, for one, you're not a Christian nationalist. Okay, and <laughs> uh, two, your initials are not MTG. Which put you at which would put you in conflict with something I very near my heart, Magic the Gathering. Uh, so I used to be able to look up some if I wanted to find a card right for Magic. I'd want to I'd like if there was a concept I knew I wanted to make work and I needed to find a Magic card to make work. Yeah, I could simply type in the keywords MTG and whatever. You do that now, and it's Marjorie Taylor Greene. This fucking bit. <laughs> the look on your face, like it's priceless. Like uh, she, she is one of the, one of the worst people in the world. Um, so when she ran for office, she ran unopposed, right? Now the way way she ran unopposed is she didn't start the right race unopposed. She started it with somebody running up against her. But she got a bunch of her QAnon people to start like making death threats, egging their house, and assaulting the him and his family in public. So he was like, "Fuck this, I'm out," and so he quit running. That's so Marjorie Taylor Greene ran unopposed. Now, when you run unopposed, there's no one else to vote for, so you would get 100% of the election, right? 100% of the votes would be for you because you're unopposed. He once was 73% and ran unopposed. That means people went in and wrote their dog, Harambe, Kanye. <laughs> people went in to write people in to keep her from, but she still won. Yeah. <laughs> she ran unopposed and only got 73% of the votes. Um, she's the one that went around behind David Hogg, like filming him and calling him a liar. And he was, one, he was a Parkland survivor. He was running around screaming behind him, calling him a crisis actor. and. You know, fucking like harassing him up. out in public. Um, she claimed that Democrats have like some sort of plot to start killing Republicans, which because one guy did it. But she also she made this statement about a week after she made a video riding a helicopter shooting hogs, shooting wild hogs, saying, "Oh look, there's a liberal shooting a hog." <laughs> 
she wants this to become a Christian fascist country. Like she's, she said that. Like I want this to become a Christian nationalist. Like there's nothing wrong with that. This is a Christian nation. It should be run by Christians. And it's like, oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is everything I hate in the world, and she's got the initials of something that I love, and it's destroying me. <laughs> Keeps me up at night. <laughs> I love you, honey, but you're chill pill. So what you need to do is. Well, I don't live in Georgia, so there's oh. nothing I can do about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, if, she, <laughs> if she's up for the election, <laughs> you just got to keep an eye on her. Um, and uh, what was Abe Lincoln's top hat? They keep me apprised on what she's got going on, and it's usually a bunch of nonsense. And the thing is, though, that's scary is people buy into this nonsense. You know, and it's becoming like... There is this whole like cult thing of of this MAGA movement, you know, and Marjorie Taylor Greene's a part of it. And I don't, and I'd love to talk about it one day, but I don't really know. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know if it's a Christian evangelical movement. I don't. I'm not sure because it, it's so strange. Uh, you know, um, you could say it's all QAnon, but QAnon is just one of the prophets of this cult. You know, it. it it, it's a very weird, decentralized cult with central figures, but it's, I, I, that's part of the, you know, I, I, I'd love to talk about it in an episode here because it's definitely a cult. And it's def- there's already deaths attributed to it. There will be many more, I'm sure. And, okay. yeah. Uh, but it's this whole MAGA cult. It's like, I, you could say Trump did it, but I don't think so. I think Trump was just a part of it or he was used by it. You know what I mean? He's got yeah. his own thing going on. And this, it's like, uh, it happened in, uh, not to make a comparison directly between Hitler and Trump, but I'm I, I'm not that type of person. I don't actually think he was anything like Hitler in a lot of ways. But there was a uh, there was a cult movement during Germany uh, called um, Real Real Society, the Tool Society. That's right, Tool. We um, had a conversation about this. It's kind of starting to ring a bell. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was based off Theosophy. Um, uh, this whole like kind of religious pseudo religious concept kind of started by Helena, Madame Helena Blavatsky or whatever, um, and they mixed their own like uh, German nationalism ideas in it and some race mixing ideas and some like Nordic mythology and Hindu mythology. It's why the swastika was a uh, the symbol of the Nazi Party, right? So, and I'm I'm seeing this again with the with the QAnon cult, okay, right. If you replace the real, I mean, the, the Thule Society with the QAnon cult, you start to see a lot of the same shit. Like, it infects a lot of the political minds of, that are in this particular movement. And even once it's become, it, it becomes kind of decentralized and it starts doing things on its own. Like, the Thule Society did a lot of shit that, you know, Hitler gave the nod to, but he really didn't have nothing to do with. You know, um... Like going around hunting for the 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 Holy Grail and like there's they did a lot of shit that you know they they didn't really have the resources to do, but and but you see it now with the with this QAnon cult and the um I'm not sure part of it comes I think from like this anti-Semitic idea of uh, like the Jews in Hollywood right there's this whole concept of like Hollywood elites. Yeah. Well, okay. What, when they're saying that Jew, when they they've always said back when it was okay to hate Jews, 
they they claimed that you know the Jews were all in the Hollywood business, and they point out things like Metro Goldwyn Mayer, you know, um, all these like huge names in there that are in, in Hollywood that are Jewish, right? And they would point them out like, oh yeah, it's this elite group of Jews that run Hollywood. Well, once it became not cool to be anti-Semitic anymore, they had to come up with like dog whistles so they could still say the same things, but not not be called uh, Nazis. Um, so they started saying things like Hollywood elites, right? These Hollywood elite, elite pedophiles. That's been another thing, is that any type, any, any time a group is trying to use morality, use the moral conscience of a of a group of people to bolster their numbers and to like raise awareness for themselves, they usually claim that you know some other group, the other group, are all pedophiles. It actually goes all the way back. Like way way back to Bible times, um, uh, the they in the Bible the the Philistines, you know the David and Goliath, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Philistines were accused of being like child sacrificing pedophiles <laughs> when they really were that not. That sounds vaguely familiar. It's been a while since I've opened a Bible. But yeah, you know. yeah, and so yeah, and it's it's a, it's an old it's a tale as old as time, and. <laughs> and it doesn't help when they keep arresting people for like pedophile shit. <laughs> but you know, it isn't there. It isn't. It's it's not the same thing as as like say Jonestown cult. You know what I mean? It's 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 a power cult. It's not a death cult. Yeah. And Where, that's it's, they're they're so deep in office, you know. If you look at like Scientology, yeah, that Scientology was. Scientology is is what this QAnon MAGA cult is, but a light version. You know what I mean? They doing the you, you'll see the same things that Scientology does with their uh, what do they call them? Um, persons, which uh, person? subversive person or uh, suppressive person. If somebody yeah. speaks out against them, they're labeled a suppressive person. Well, all they've done here is on just like with with the MAGA thing, they'll call them a liberal, you know, and that they're just trying to take away your freedoms and they're they hate America. They're using that same rhetoric, <laughs> you know, that Scientology does. It's an us versus them, and you're either one hundred percent on board with us or you're one of them. I don't even know how we got on that. I this, it went real left. I'm like, well, I'm just here because <laughs> you're going on a tangent. Well, we decided we were just going to shoot the shit on this episode. Yeah, we did. You know, um, and kind of a lightheartedness. And then here we are. But you know, we we are a, we are a, we are a serial killer cult podcast. Yeah. But we can't just I don't know talk about clouds. Clouds right now. We shouldn't be able to even see the sky, but Gojira knocked the fucking blanket down that was covering the window. Such a good boy. He is the softest of softest. Ah, I'm gonna make great ear. He huh. really would, though. After he dies in natural causes, I don't see the problem. <laughs> It would be less creepy than having him stuffed. I would not want to stuff my cat. I, I find I find people who do that 
Now, taxidermy is one thing, but taxidermy of a pet is another. You know what I mean? If you, like, taxidermy a bear or a raccoon or something, but taxiderming a pet, that would be like taxiderming a member of your family. <laughs> you know? That would be... Um, be like Norman Bates with his mother. Yeah. yeah that it, would be very... Like I said, taxidermied animal is one thing. A taxidermied pet, that's just fucking creepy to me. I used to know a woman. Uh, she was older. She's probably dead by now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> she's not listening to this podcast either way. Uh, but she had, she had a dog die. A little poodle. And the, the dog died before I met her, right? But I had seen pictures of this dog in the house. Yeah. And she had like this freezer on her back porch. It's upright. Oh Jesus. And she was like giving me and my mom some like some frozen meat to take home. And she said, Yeah, go in there, there's it's on the top shelf and you get some like there's ground beef, shit like that. So I started pulling out these packages. I come to this vacuum shit, I pull it out, and it's a like, god it's that goddamn <laughs> <laughs> That is traumatizing. Like I screamed. I fucking I would screamed. Too. I was, I was what, twenty-two. Storm <laughs> was maybe six months old. <laughs> I was like twenty-two, and there's this poodle in a vacuum sealed bag, <laughs> and I'm like, I screamed. <laughs> we didn't. Me and mom never went back over to her house. That's a. I was like, please. I, That's a little creepy. I told her about. I told mom about that. And mom was like, "That's fucking weird." <laughs> like, you know, I love my animals, but god damn. And you know, she just goes out there every once in a while. You know, like two in the morning, go all turn on the back porch light, stuff. While there's a, it's a screened-in porch, you know, and there's like boxes and stuff and old furniture on it. Yeah. And she go to this old yellowing. 1980s freeze stand up freezer. Yeah. She'll open it, go on that top shelf and pull off that dog. Weird. That's so weird. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, she was a very nice lady. I mean, she's very nice, but I mean, so was Ted Bundy. Uh. <laughs> oh man. I I got nothing. Got all the got all the stories. What? You don't have any interesting stories? No, all of my stuff part of work. Yeah, we're off work. Well, yeah. not really. We're at my work. But... Yeah. Oh. Who could that be? Who can it be? I mean, we're, we're just recording podcasts, is all. No big deal. Yeah, and we can't have that. Vixen does not like fun. Yeah. Big off place.
Yeah. 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 I enjoy it. It 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 rolls no, real it, nice. It, it. Yeah, it rolls real nice. My coffee cup. It really is. Mm -hmm. It keeps happening. I keep putting coffee in my cup, and it keeps it keeps fucking disappearing. And mine don't even take that long. I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, David, we're just sitting here talking about nonsense stuff. I, I was just talking about the uh, the MAGA cult and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Trying to identify. With, I, I, I was... I, think I'm gonna... <laughs> I was comparing I mean, I it to the, the, uh, the Tool Society. Yeah, man, you got to bring down them Hollywood elites, liberals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there's one thing we don't like in this house: it's someone else having fun. No. A little old. When I bet him, yes. Yeah. So, well, well, it's Often than Yeah. But I mean, they're. Uh, I'm Yeah. yeah. I think I'm. I'll be fine. Mm hmm. And but it's been a couple months since the last one. Yeah. It was about four. Yeah, but it's also stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Nobody's in charge of like. Oh, the Raleigh. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I guess that's really about it for the yeah. Everybody, an hour or so. Well, time I throw in. Oh. Hour by the time I throw. I think I'll do. I think you know, me Mike did that on a couple episodes. Donnie from Bob Thorne. This is a battle episode. Huh? The Thornberries? Well, Donnie was. Mm-hmm. Was a wild. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, until for a couple done. weeks. Uh, it is dinner time. Yeah, it's dinner time, guys. We're we're getting the hell off here. Yeah, uh, y'all have a good good uh, couple weeks. Time on. What are we gonna talk about next time? Let's go ahead and decide yeah. now. Bye. Um, I'm looking into. Oh, I have no idea who you're talking about. And, um, but I didn't look. I haven't much looked much into Black Widow killers. I know what they are. Uh, thanks, yeah. Thanks, honest big in big part to. Uh, I think it was the Adams Family movie. Adams Family movie. I think it was Adams Family. Like the second one, maybe. Maybe it wasn't. Black Widows? Yeah. Um, so Black Widow is... I mean, like, yeah, I know what they are, but, yeah. like, what are you trying about Morticia or... No, uh, I believe it was Fester uh, married um, someone who was a Black Widow. Kids figured it out because they had, like, all these, like, little trading cards of Black Widows. Um... She was on, on one. And it might not have been... <coughs> Adam's family. I might be like attaching Adam's family characters to another storyline from a different movie. Yeah. But I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. You gotta watch it again or look up the premise. I, I remember the kids sitting there with these serial killer trading cards. They had like Charles Manson. They were trading and then they came up with this black widow and it happened to, it turned out to be the woman that was marrying into the family. I I wanna say God. Oh, it's so weird if it because <laughs> I clearly see. Uh, but all right, guys. Um, till next time. This has uh, been Rich. This has been Jessica. And uh, we are Charlie Manson's, Manson's Fanny Pack.